Hi everyone, welcome to Word for the Weekend. Welcome to Word for the Weekend and uh, it's great to be spending this time with you on this broadcast and don't forget wherever you are, wherever you're watching this, uh, don't forget to press the like button, and share it and uh, make your comments, let me know you're there because together we will get the message out and you know it's so amazing that uh, the last broadcast I was able to do an outdoor one and uh, today I'm able to do one which is amazing considering the weather we've had in the last few days has been pretty bad and it may be bad where you are but fortunately on this corner of our land and this corner of my garden is an amazing sun trap and it's wonderful just to be able to spend this time with you sharing these thoughts well here today is the 2nd of april saturday the 2nd of april and of course yesterday was april fool's day wasn't it the 1st of april um by the way i used to think it was a bit of a i i i used to think that um, atheist day was there's a national atheist day apparently I don't think it exists but um, and it, I used to think it fell on April Fool's Day of course it doesn't uh, it's just that's just fake news but uh, psalmist does say in Psalm 14 and verse 50 and 20 uh, 53 chapter 53 it says the same thing twice it says the fool in his heart says there is no god now it's not saying that people who don't believe in god are idiots are less than intelligent because that's far from the truth in actual fact i've known some very very um intelligent people one and i know them now uh, who who just don't believe and uh, so it's not saying that people who don't believe are less or not very bright or anything like that but i think it is saying is how foolish not to even consider that there could be a god how foolish not to 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 bury it down to shut out every avenue uh, how foolish to have somehow think you've finished your research and that you conclusively can prove that there is no God. Because you know what? You can't. You can't. So at least open yourself to the, the possibility that there is a God. I'll never tire of saying what I, I'm going to say now. Because this is part of my stories, part of my journey. I was an atheist. At least I thought I was. And this is what I say again and again and again. I was an atheist who didn't believe in God. And I found out the God I didn't believe in believed in me. <laughs> How amazing is that? And I want to say, whoever you are watching this for around the world, 
or listening to this on the uh, audio version that God actually does believe in you and he has proved it by sending his son to die on the cross and as in the time of this we're in the Lent season we're coming up to that uh, the what is known as the great passion of Jesus pouring out his life and he didn't just pour out his life for the generation he came to he poured out his life for every generation in actual fact second peter 3 9 says that god is holding back everything because he doesn't want any to perish he wants as many to come to know him and have this relationship with him and be brought into sonship daughtership one brought into the family of god so that, that, that is the season we're in. So it, I, I didn't believe in God, but then I found that God I didn't believe in believed in me. And, he, and I found that he's proved it by going to the cross. And when I was willing to consider that, then everything opened up to me. When I was a child, and meeting with my other friends we are brought up in the country and often we would um, go into barns and places and in the, on a summer's day you could see shafts of light coming through and you could see the the, the dust uh, farmyard dust and barn dust in the in the shafts of light that came through uh, but and those shafts of light were just coming through the smallest, smallest cracks in, in the side of the barn, but causing this shaft of light. That is a metaphor. God will find a shaft, any shaft of light to break into your life and into my life, and it would be foolish not to at least open up our hearts to that possibility part of my story is that uh, I as this unbeliever I go into with my friends to a queue up for a, tickets for a football match it's a FA Cup football match and I don't want to be part of that so I'm not going to say what football team it was but we, were, we actually, in those days, it would probably be done all on the internet nowadays. But in those days, uh, you, you had to go and queue up to get your, your tickets. And we had to get there at something like 7 o'clock in the morning. Ridiculous time on a Sunday morning together. And while we were queuing, there's this young guy. He's a, a, a vicar or priest and he's a young guy and, I, and he, he comes out and he's starting to engage with the crowd and he, he's what he's sharing the love of God he's talking about Jesus to the crowd and he's saying you know there's something far more important than this quarterfinal uh, although that may be important and I looked at him and I th he was older than me, but he was a young guy. You understand, I was in my teens, right? And, he, and I thought, what a waste. What an idiot. What a fool 
What a fool to waste your life on this. And I actually shouted abuse at him. Some anger came out from me. It made a, I didn't, I didn't like what he was doing. I thought he was foolish. Until I opened myself up to that shaft of light. And I saw, I saw why this person was willing to make himself look foolish so that he could demonstrate God's love. And God's love looks foolish, doesn't it? God who formed the universe, who breathed everything, he could just start over anew. He could start from the beginning and just wipe, wipe us all out, sort the whole lot out and start again. But he chooses to pay the price. How foolish this. What foolishness this is. He pays the price for your sin and my sin by sending his only son to die on the cross and to rise again so that in him we can have newness of life. The Apostle Paul talks about in uh, 1 Corinthians 4.10. He says, we are fools for Christ. A man told me many years ago of the days when people would walk around with sandwich boards advertising something. They would be advertising a cafe. They'd be some, And sometimes... Christians would do this and they would put on a, a text uh, and they'd walk around and look a bit strange um, I can't say I've ever seen it but I know of it and I've, I've seen pictures of this sort of thing and there was this one man he, were, he had this sandwich board and he's walking around and he, he got 1 Corinthians 4 10 so I am a fool for Christ so he's coming towards you and you see this, I am a fool for Christ. And as he passed by on the back of it, it got, whose fool are you? That's a good question, isn't it? See, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. How foolish is that? How foolish until it is us that realize we need that salvation. So the fool in his heart says there is no God. But once you realize, once you allow God to come in, once you give him that sh just that shaft of light and you see it, it's not an intellectual thing. Of course you, we study with our mind. We study, and there are great, great Bible expositors to help us. But it's, it's a revelation thing. And once we open ourselves up to this, then we join the ranks and say, I'll be a fool for Christ. And that, that's, that is my prayer. That I'll, to love the lost, to love what God loves and hate what he hates and to be all that he's called me to be. So here on the second of, April, the day after April Fool's Day. Why don't we be a fool for Christ?
let the foolishness of God's love and compassion so fill us and flood us and may and see that total transformation come to our lives and into our families into our communities into our nation into the nations foolish we'll see well i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna wish you a good day father i thank you for today i thank you that we reflect on the april 1st of April Fool's Day, and wherever that originated from, we thank you, Lord, that we, your foolishness was to, you <laughs> took time and took the pain and took the sin and so that we could be made right with you. Lord, we thank you, Lord. The foolishness of God is, why, is wisdom. Help us not to be guilty of Psalm, 14 and 53 that not to be foolish in our hearts but to be open to you today right now whoever's watching this may they be open to you and let that shaft of your light so pierce and penetrate and change and transform us bring healing lord i pray bring hope bring comfort bring restoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for now, friends. God bless you. Until.